0: Hello, welcome to episode one of Drive to Success, a podcast made by Athena Racing Student Advisory Board. I'm Izzy Sims, your host for this episode. And I'm Laksita Kumar, your co-host. Today we're here with Diane Miller, who is an action taker, who knows how to design and then live her best life. As the owner of two corporations, Diane has been intentional about how work and goals balance to maximize her well-being. Her current mission is to work with athletes and community leaders who want to change the world. As a nurse, she got to spend a career learning what makes people tick. Human potential excites her. Then she transitioned into the financial sector where she worked with NFL football players in learning how to manage their money correctly. Diane recently located into a nice setting in North Carolina to reconnect with nature. The main source of her energy is to focus on writing books. Beauty is a theme that features prominently in everything she sets out to do. Welcome, Diane.
1: Thank you very much. It's very good to be here. I appreciate it. Alrighty, let's
0: get started. The first question is, what are your daily habits that make you the successful person that you are today?
1: Well, first I have to say that my daily habits have changed significantly in the last six to eight months, as I'm sure most of ours have. Um, I um, I try to start out my day and set the tone for the day. So I actually have a calendar that I look at the, the evening before to see if there's any sort of to-do items that I need to prioritize for the next day. I start every day with a gratitude list. Um, I just find that that sets... My mood um, for the whole day. And so I have a journal next to my bed where every morning I will wake up and before I even have my coffee or do anything, I write 10 things that I'm thankful for. It can be as basic as, you know, my kids' health, that I have, you know, my favorite muffin in the refrigerator, that I have the day off, that I'm going to go for a walk. And it just sets the tone for the day. And then I'll get up and Kind of have my coffee and it's, you know, now that I'm a business owner, it's it's really important to keep some structure. Um, I take walks every day. I get out and walk a couple miles and then I have my to-do list and that's just basically related to my work, um, whether it's writing or doing some classes or, you know, whatever. Currently, I'm doing some nursing work with COVID. So I think the main thing is starting my day with positive gratitude and then at nighttime, I look over that list again. And that just is a really positive way to start in my day. Um,
0: With that, do you ever have any motivational quotes that also help you be such the positive person that you are today?
1: I have two quotes that I have kept with me since I was in grade school. Um, Well, one that I've had since grade school and one I probably added in college. The first one um, was from Vince Lombardi, who you know, as you know, the Lombardi trophy was named after. And it is, it says, it doesn't matter whether you fall down, but whether you get back up. And when I was about eight or nine years old, I had a poster in my bedroom with that quote on it. And I look at that whenever I'm having a tough time. And I realize that no matter how bad things might seem or challenging, um, you just keep getting back up, even if you don't know why. So that is a quote I have kept with me. It's in my purse. It's always in my wallet. It's in my room. It's just, I've, I've looked at it probably every day since I was in grade school. The other one that really helped me in my career that I, I started looking at in probably college and definitely throughout my career, um, it is, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And that has help me as a mother, as a nurse, as a financial advisor, as a friend, um, all parts of my life. What would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And that just automatically gets you past all the doubts and the what ifs and the challenges and worrying about what everybody else is going to think. And that has allowed me to take a lot of really cool risks and go after a lot of dreams.
0: Those quotes are so inspirational. If you had to say you were an introvert or an extrovert, what would you say?
1: I was an extreme introvert as a kid. Um, I was the shyest person in my grade school and my high school, probably. Um, In fact, when we had my reunion years later, I was surprised people even knew who I was because I thought I was invisible. I was truly, truly an introvert. Um, And now people think of me as an extrovert because I think I come across confidently. I can speak in front of a room. I, you know, when you teach classes to NFL players and there's, you know, 50 guys sitting in a room, um, you have to be confident, but I think, you know, the part of me that still feels a little bit like an introvert is that part that does a lot of reflecting and I need a lot of quiet alone time, probably more than the average person. So I tend to just go inward a lot, but I, um, I think just my confidence over the years, most people would say I'm very much an extrovert. And when I tell them I was extremely shy as a child, the people who know me now don't even believe that. But I was very, very, very shy when I was younger.
0: So you did mention you were a nurse. And I I would most lovingly know that you probably have a lot of skill sets in the medical field. But what would you recommend to a person who wants to be a nurse? What skill sets would you recommend?
1: Um the thing I really loved love about nursing is I apply it to all parts of my life. I do have a, have an active RN license that I've had for over 30 years and I do keep it active. Um so I've always stayed involved in nursing even when I went into finance and worked with sports. I was a VP of a of a board of a healthcare company. Uh, my most recent job working for someone else was I developed a hospital. Um for including children and adolescents who drugged with uh, dealt with drugs and addictions and behavioral health issues, so I keep up my nursing license and um, whether it's volunteer work. Currently, I'm doing some telehealth um, with COVID, and I'm supervising some staff 800 miles away over the phone because they need some support. But what I really people don't always understand the difference between medicine and nursing. Medicine treats the disease. Nurses treat the human reaction to the disease, the human response to the disease. So because of that, I feel one of my strengths is really noticing people's reactions to things and how they react um, and being really in tune to their their needs. Also in nursing, there's a process. I call it a delicious pie. and it's, you know A is assessment, the D is diagnosis, P is planning, I is implementation. And E is evaluation. And so that ADPIE is what we as nurses use for everything, whether it's nutrition, wound care, IVs not working. You go through that automatically in your head. I have used that in all parts of my life. Everything, whether it's relationships, career, my health, you know, what's not working? What can I try? How could I reevaluate it? What can I try new? So it's like nursing process, which has been really a good friend to me over the years.
0: Interesting. What step did you take in your career to get where you are?
1: Um, You know, I, I always follow what I call my passion. So if you look at my resume, it looks like I have been all over the place because I have. I started out wanting to be a teacher and then I love the sciences. That's part of why I really am enjoying being involved in Athena because there's so much science involved. So I switched to nursing. And then when I did nursing for a while, I, I liked leadership. So I got into management. And then from there, um, I had some pretty difficult uh, clients, patient situations, So which is why I focused on helping athletes. And I just, um, you know, I just have always followed my passion. I didn't follow either what someone thought I should be doing or just what my degree was. I just Kind of like listen to where do I feel I'm needed the most, or where does my skill set fit the most, even being involved in Athena I, the timing of this you know, my two daughters just went off to college um I'm from San Diego, I love sports, you know, I love anything having to do with you know young people and helping young women empower them um and i and I just um I, I think that's my my biggest advice to young people is follow your passion and the experience and the connections and the networking will follow as long as you're following where your heart tells you to go, if that makes sense. So you
0: work with a lot of people. You've been a teacher, you want to be a teacher, you've been a nurse, so many wonderful things. But what traits do you value with the people you work with?
1: Um, I really value people who are authentic. Kind of like you you see what you get, you get what you see. I, I don't do well with people who, you know, are um, trying too hard or they're pretending they're somebody they're not. So I really trust people who are authentically them. And I've always, when I was a director of nursing, I told my staff, tell me how it is. You know, be honest. We'll deal with it. I just need to know the truth. And so I like people who are authentic, real. Um, I'm all about integrity. You know, I can... I have a lot of patience when it comes to teaching somebody a new skill, but if they have integrity and they want to do the right thing and they care about people, I think you can work with anybody. But once somebody is um, not living up to their character or just not being a good person, it doesn't matter what they know. You just don't want to work with them. So integrity, being authentic. Um you know, just being a good person. That's really important. Yeah, I, I truly do believe in that
0: too. So what accomplishment are you most proud of in your career?
1: Being a mom. Is that a, is that a career? Yeah, that is. <laughs> um, I think the thing I did do the best, I think the thing I did the best at actually is being a mom. Um, I, I grew up, in a really challenging childhood. I kind of grew up without parents and I really, really did everything I could to be a good mom. And I have two amazing daughters and they're just out doing their college career thing right now. And they're just, they're really the, probably the two most remarkable women I've ever met in my life. Um In terms of my career, you know, um I mean, on paper, wow, I opened a hospital. That seems like really cool. Right. And I've opened new programs and I've done really cool things. I just, um, I think, you know, I think the thing I'm probably the most proud of is that I've, I've somehow managed to follow my dreams, follow that passion, but keep that work life balance, you know, where I'm not just working, working, working. And, it, you know, I make sure I have the play. I make sure I have my friends and I travel and I do all that cool stuff. So i never felt like my career like I've never dreaded Mondays. You know what I mean? Like I love my career. I never separated career from my personal life because the two just kind of go together because I I feel passionate about both. So I I think I'm proud of that because I think some people don't look at their career that way. It's work and they can't wait for Friday. And I've never had that experience because it all feels like a seamless thing for me, the personal life and the career life.
0: That's really cool. Um, is there any advice you would want to give to your teenage self?
1: Um, probably save money early. <laughs> you know, uh, and when I was younger, they didn't teach us about what to do with money and how to save, and now they are starting to, which is good. Um, because that is, and I think you know, even for especially for women, um and it's getting better. There was a time where, you know, often the men ran the household. And, and as we get over time, women are taking charge of their finances, their, you know, young girls are learning about money. And it's, it is really empowerment. If you can pay your bills and you can have the life you want and do the traveling you want and stuff, that's very empowering. So when I was younger, and that was a long time ago, it was sort of like you just didn't think about it. And then the whole thing was just work harder, make more money, work harder, make more money. And so I would say to the younger me, save 10% of everything you make. And, I, and my daughters do that now. If they get $20, they save two. If they get 100, they save 10 or 20 or whatever. Save a little bit, forget about it, put it aside. And then as you get older, you don't have this Anxiety that you have to stay in a job you don't like, or you have to stay in a relationship you don't like, because um, you have that freedom. And also health—you know, your body is your most important thing. It's really the only thing you own. If you think about it, it's your body. If you own it temporarily, everything else can be taken. So whether it's sleep habits, eating habits, exercise habits, stress release—learn it young. Because if you, you know, I was bodybuilding, working out in my in my teens. And that muscle has memory, and it always you can always go back to it, so your health and and financially learning what to do with money um if you can do that early early on in teenage years and just keep going, I think that's going to just lay the groundwork for an amazing life for sure. I see how did your career unfold and bring you to where you are now um well i um you know I did have a challenging childhood, I I was actually homeless as a teenager. And um, I applied to a bunch of colleges because I decided I didn't want to be homeless and I wanted to go to school. And I applied to probably 15 schools and they all told me no because I did not try very hard in high school. I I was very average and um, just didn't apply myself. And of course, once you're homeless, you really can't. So I applied to one College in the Midwest, and they didn't look at grades. They looked at. um, They did an interview, and you had to write an essay. And I wrote the most honest essay you could possibly write about my life, where I've been, where I'm at, and what I want to do. And at the time, I wanted to be a teacher or a nurse, join the Peace Corps, travel the world, whatever. The president of the school called me, and she invited me in for an interview. And I had an hour interview with the president of of this college, and she said to me, and I. I literally hitchhiked to the interview because I didn't have any money. And she, and she said to me, I'm going to give you a chance, an opportunity, and I'm going to take you for a semester. I'm going to give you a, a food, um, you know, like your food um, thing for the cafeteria. I'm going to put you in the dorms and I'm going to take care of your tuition. This was a private school for one semester. And all you have to do is prove yourself. And and going back to like you know who like changed my life it was her her name was Joel Reed it was her and she gave me that semester and I just I I can't even I don't even know what happened but I just put all my heart and soul into that once three three month semester and she ended up they ended up paying my four years of college all my housing everything got me off the street and I graduated top of my class I was master's ceremony you know mistress of ceremony I had honors and every school that had denied me for undergrad invited me to apply for grad school. Um, then from there, I felt like if I had the right people in my life and the right support and the right mentors, I could go anywhere. And I've always found the right mentors, always. And even the wrong mentors, you can learn a lot from them because you can learn what you don't want to do and what how you don't want your life to go. But find those people who are mentors that you look up to, that know how to challenge, get through challenges, and ask them, can I intern with you can I hang out with you can you teach me what you did and um and that is I think how I've gone from nursing to finance to sports to being a great mom is I've just found those one or two or three people in all areas that I look up to that do it right and I've stayed real tight with them and then you kind of get rid of the people who pull you away from from that stuff That's- I don't know if that answers your question it's 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 finding those people who believe in you spend time with you and give you a chance and then and then so, just finding those perfect mentors, which is what I really love about. So Athena. speaking of it's your mentors, mentors.
0: Um, who would you call any of them your hero or role mm-hmm. model that you think of every day or once in a while at least? Who would you call?
1: Um, well, I definitely the uh, Joel Reed, the one I said is she's definitely one of my heroes. Um, you know, my mom, she was very ill, which is part of why I had a tough childhood, but she said to me, you know, if you love your kids and you're a good person and you are kind to people and um you take care of nature, um that's half the battle. And so I you know, it wouldn't on the surface it wouldn't look like my mom was my role model because she had, she really struggled with a lot of illnesses and wasn't there very much when I was growing up. Um, But looking back, she taught me the basics, like just, you know, love people. Um, She also said something that I've read recently from other people that was, um, you know, if you have a dark cave and, and things are tough and you have challenges, you don't pull darkness out of a cave, rather you shine light into it. And so my mom was very much about finding the good in everything that was challenging or difficult. And so I, I probably wouldn't have said this 10 years ago, but I think my mom is actually one of my heroes and she's gone now, but she's probably one of my heroes and role models. Cause she taught me some of that really basic stuff.
0: Interesting. Well, thank you Diane for coming on our very first episode of drive to success.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's thank an you honor. for
0: listening to episode so one of drive to success. You can also check out our, our Athena Racing website at athenaracing.org, as well as our social media, which is on that page. Stay tuned for more episodes and have a wonderful day.